We're going to talk about hardscaping up next on the Handy Guys Podcast. Welcome to the Handy Guys Podcast, a podcast for handy guys from handy guys. Here are the handy guys themselves, Brian and Paul. So, Brian, you said earlier tonight that hardscaping was on your mind. What do you mean by that? That's right. Hardscaping is on my mind, and uh, not because of a project that I have, but because of a project my father has. Oh, yeah? So he's, you know, we've been doing stuff around the house, around his house, over the past couple of years, because they're getting up in age and maybe want to sell the house down the road and, and whatever. And with all the recent rain that we've had, he's always had a little bit of a water problem in the basement, but it's been much more evident in the past couple of months. Okay. So, and, yeah. We'll talk about hardscaping, and uh, that's a huge uh, landscaping yes. item these days. It's very popular. And uh, you have a couple different choices, different things to think about, ways to do it. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that up next on the podcast. But uh, first, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at us at handyguyspodcast.com. Please go to our website, handyguyspodcast.com. You can also contact us there on our contact form. And please find us on Facebook and become a fan of our show. Right. Like us. Click on the like button at uh, facebook.com slash handyguys. Slash the handyguys. Oh, that's right. It's the handyguys, right. Or follow us on Twitter. We're at Handy Guys. That's right. Got a project on your honeydew list? Let the Handy Guys know about it, and they may talk about it on their next podcast. So, uh, hardscaping, Brian, yeah, is a huge yeah. topic. But, it is. But usually, when we think of hardscaping, we think of concrete-formed bricks that are either used for walkways, patios, or walls. That's right. But I also walls. put concrete into that category. Okay. And I also put stamped concrete okay, sure. into that category. Right. Which is a decorative concrete. You know, it's got a pattern in right. it. Right. So it looks so kind of like the concrete bricks, but it's just been That's right. a faux finish of concrete. Right. Concrete. Or it could be uh, real bricks or it could sure. be flagstones yep. or stone or something like that. Okay. So what prompted all of this is some erosion under my father's front step, like a stoop. Mm-hmm. He has a little five-foot square concrete slab there. It's tilted towards the house. Yeah. Water runs in towards the house. There's been erosion underneath. There's a big hollow void underneath it. You know, it's a pain in the neck. It's what, is, been, what does he have leading up to the stoop? Is there a front walk? Or? There's a little bit of a walk that's concrete. Is you that know, all? Maybe another three or four foot, you know, strip out to the driveway. Is that also settled? Because a lot of times before the stoop, that settles down over time and it makes the stoop even higher, that step. Yeah, no, it's all kind of settled together. So what my father did is he dug out one corner of it and got a car jack in there and (laughs) jacked it up. (laughs) So it's now kind of level and it's kind of tilting away from the house, house a little bit, but there's a big void underneath it now. Yeah. And so the water just wants to run down in there, and then that's where it comes in the basement. Oh, okay. And he had all kinds of landscaping and bushes and stuff, too, built up with mounds of mulch underneath it and this and that. And all the water was just coming off the front of the roof and then into the basement. So he had someone come in and rip out all the landscaping in the front. And uh, he's going to redo that concrete in the front, some concrete on the side, some in the back, do it all at once. Maybe do it in concrete. Maybe do it in pavers. Maybe do it in stamped concrete. Right. 
and get it all done uh, and looking nice, and then re-landscape. Cool. So we got options. Yeah, a lot of options there. Hardscaping is is difficult because um, it's yeah, it's not. You, you have to obviously you can't just switch it around once you get it in place. If you're pouring <laughs> concrete, right. you know your right. the decision has been made. I mean, it's too difficult to change. So a lot of times people will go to a uh, landscape architect mm-hmm. or even just uh, the company that sells you the concrete pavers or whatever stone or, you know, a local landscaper will, will sometimes give you suggestions or design ideas. Yes, we even had, uh, my wife went to a, a design home by one of the major manufacturers of, of uh, concrete pavers and they, uh, she brought along a picture of the back of our house, which has nothing done to it. And they actually just threw like a, a, a computer imagery created like a little patio using right, their product right. and it took no time at all, but it gave you kind of a simple idea what it could look like. Exactly. And I want to do some hardscaping behind my house at the bot, you know, at the bottom of the stairs where mm-hmm. the deck just went in. So I've got another little section of deck, you know, coming off the back of the house that I need to do and then interconnect that all with some hardscaping, maybe some pavers, maybe stamped concrete. I'm not sure yet. Now, you mentioned uh, concrete or any kind of hardscaping up against the house. Yes. And that uh, there's some interesting challenges there for what I've seen, because I've seen some newer homes built in the last 20 mm-hmm. years where they've done hardscaping patios, some sort of stone or the bricks up against the house. And over time, it settles along yes. the house. And so before you know it, where it may have one at one point been sloped away from the house, mm-hmm. now it's sloped toward the house. That's right. And that's what happened with this little slab in front of my father's door. So... Is there any way to prevent that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things I've been talking to concrete guys with. I've I've met with three different concrete experts, mm-hmm. gotten two different opinions from three different experts. Okay. So opinion one is to put an ex, you know make sure you have the proper compaction, soil compaction, proper base, and all of that, and then just put an expansion joint next to the house. Oh, In other okay. words, it's free-floated, yeah. but you've done all the site prep work such that it's going to settle evenly if it settles at all. Okay. Opinion two, yes, you do all of that site work. That's You do that regardless. You make sure it's properly compacted. You have the proper base. But the other two contractors want to put in rebar epoxied into the foundation hmm. to tie the slab to the house. So in other words, they'll dr- come in and drill holes, put in an epoxy cement, put in the rebar, and then that extends out into the slab, and that prevents it from ever moving away from the house. So that prevents that separation issue. Yes. Uh, it still could settle, and I guess they hope that it will settle evenly with the foundation of the house if it settles. Well, the ha- you know, the house, in my father's case, is uh, 60 years well, old. Oh, right. And his, yeah. So that's not going to settle. Right. I'm thinking of a newer house, if you do that, you may have the part towards the house settle more than the peripheral. Right, and the reason that happens is because of all the backfill in new houses. All of that ground around the house hasn't had time to settle. Mm -hmm. So when you build on top of it, that's when you have a problem. That's when things lean into the house. So they dug down to put the foundation walls in and the right. perimeter, and then they backfilled, but that doesn't get settled. And, if, and right. if you build something on a new house over time, that compacts and exactly. all of that just... Right, because they don't, they don't... What they should do is every foot or so, they should go in and compact that fill, but they don't. They just fill it in and 
drive their bobcat over it and call it done. So it always settles next to the house in, in new construction if they don't do that compaction. Okay. All right. Well, um, so what are you thinking then? What are, let's talk about uh, the preparation then. If you're considering hardscape, you mentioned having the proper base. What does that mean? That's right. So it's going to depend. In the case of my father's house, we're contracting this out. I'm not going to do it myself. And it's four to six inches of compacted stone on top of um, undisturbed soil or compacted soil. So in other words, if we have to bring in fill to change the grade, that all needs to get compacted. There's stone and then four inches of concrete in his case for the walkway and the, and the little step out front of the house. So the compacted base of stone, yes. you said four to six inches. Is yes. that uh, based on the area you live, your latitude? Does that change if you go further north or um, south? No, because that's four inches is also the same kind of a base that you would use for concrete pavers, for example. Mm-hmm. And it's going to depend on the type of traffic that that surface is going to get. So for a walkway, a four-inch base is sufficient. If you're doing a driveway and you're going to park cars on it, you're going to have to check with the manufacturer, but you might be looking at a 12-inch base uh, okay. for something like that or an eight-inch base. Right. So you check with the manufacturer on that. but You don't have to worry. How does the frost heave and all that affect? Affect what? The um, walkway or the driveway? It's um, If it's pavers, there is no effect because they all move independent of each other. Mm-hmm. So they may heave up a little bit, but then they're going to settle back down. Okay. That's the nice thing about pavers. Concrete is going to crack. So... Uh, in high frost areas, concrete is typically not used for driveways. They're going to use uh, asphalt, asphalt yeah. and asphalt's a little more forgiving, uh, somewhat flexible, if you will. And uh, so we only use concrete like around here for walkways. It's, it's unusual to use it in a driveway. Right, right. Okay. So what we're looking at on my father's place is we're considering the three options. We were first, we started down the road of concrete. He mm-hmm. has concrete now. We're going to just replace some cracked concrete and some part of the walkway and this and that. And one of the companies that came highly recommended is specializes in stamped concrete. Mm-hmm. And they liked the look of that. But the landscaper who pulled out the bushes and all of that, he does pavers. Right. He doesn't do concrete. Sure. So he left behind a brochure for a paving co- you know, a company that makes the pavers and – they like the look of that. The downside of the pavers is it doesn't drain the water away. Uh, it drains it down through. Sure. And one of the things we were thinking in the front is by having a pitched walkway, it's going to bring more water away from the house. Well, it does – It does. the rain does it, – it does draw it away to some degree. It, to some it degree, just, it, yes. It, there's the opportunity for it to soak in in the cracks if, if – you know, it's more – it's – there's a higher degree of uh, yes. potential there, but it does if you know run off of it, right? And the other the other consideration is price, right? Pavers are going to be a lot more expensive. Sure. So, yeah. so we had three concrete companies scheduled to come out, and uh, the first one who comes out doesn't really like stamped concrete. He'll do it. Um, he says it, you know. It's uh, not his favorite thing to do. It adds a lot of cost. He really didn't seem too interested in putting the stamped mm-hmm. concrete down. 
gave us a great price on concrete, plain concrete, gave us kind of a high upcharge for the stamped concrete. Second guy came out, said he hates stamped concrete. <laughs> he said, it's so much more work. I can just do, I can do pavers for the same money as stamped concrete. Yeah. So I said to him, all right, give me a price on concrete and pavers. Third company comes out, stamped concrete. It's awesome. It's, I, do, <laughs> I do it, you know, I do a hundred of these a year. I'm all booked up through Christmas and blah, blah, blah. And I might not even be able to do it till spring. He's so busy with stamped concrete. Hmm. Whereas another guy said he spends half his time tearing out stamped concrete. So here we are confused, wow. right? D- trying to decide what to do. Um. What was your question? You asked me a question. I don't know. Well, I, that, that's just an amazing because we have uh, some uh, neighbors around where we live that do this damn con- concrete. In fact, one neighbor, he did it himself. Yes. He did it all around the house. He kind of went crazy. It looked like he got addicted to it. Uh, <laughs> and, and the house is, um, the yard is almost covered in concrete, uh, stamped. And then another neighbor had the same thing, but they had a contractor and I think they kind of like ran out of speed towards the end and they, they, they almost oh, yeah. stopped. They just weren't coming back to finish the job and the, and the, and the homeowner kind of had to finish it for them. But, oh. um, and in that case they did a huge patio and it turned out pretty nice. My, my concern was always, you know, you mentioned re- repairing, you have the pavers walkways you can repair. Very easily. Your, yes. You can switch things, make changes uh, once you, the stamp concrete, much more difficult. You're basically tearing it out like regular concrete. Right. If there's a problem, if you don't like it, etc. But on the other hand, as you mentioned, you have the uh, the more control. You can control the runoff a little better. Right, right, so. and pitch and shape and yeah. things like that goes in a lot faster. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So we're trying to. I'm trying to help my father make a decision now. Do we want to spend three grand or so on just plain Jane concrete? Do we want to spend five grand on stamped concrete or do we want to spend nine grand on pavers? That's kind of what it's hmm. boiling down to. So I don't know yet. I'm going to, I think I'm going to recommend plain concrete. It's an older neighborhood. That's what everybody has is plain concrete pretty much for their little sidewalks and from the driveway to the front door and things like that. So it's not out of place. And I think that's the way we're going to go and we're going to epoxy it into the house. What about stained concrete? Well, that's stamped concrete is stained concrete. Right, true. Sometimes. Right. Sometimes they'll just stain yeah. it with a broom finish oh, right. or a trowel finish. What about the just standard concrete, plain Jane concrete stained? Like after it's dried and so forth? Yeah, I don't know. You know, there are some even do-it-yourself kits for that yeah. that I've read about. I've never tried it. I've kind I'm of just, been curious about it. Yeah, I don't know. I've never used it either. <clears throat> There's like an acid stain. Yeah. There's a process by which... You can uh, actually polish the concrete. Right. Like you can uh, grind it perfectly smooth and then stain yeah. a, a, tex- a stain a pattern into it. I've seen that for for more for inside, like right. a modern chic home where they have this glassy right. smooth floor. You would or even probably... at some of the home centers, it's concrete yeah. floor, but it's right. It's got a polished um, finish, a polished finish on it. Right. You would be you want to be careful when it gets if it's outside. I would be concerned that it might get slippery. Yes, yes. But uh, the first ice storm, you chip it up or something. I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> and that is the concern, though, with that, that concrete outside. Um, we've, we talked about it in one of our previous episodes, the whole salt and using different salts That's right. on it. That's and you right. get that chipped up look, that uh, pocked. Right, uh, because the, 
the salt melts yeah. the snow or the ice, which soaks into the concrete, then refreezes, and then it causes the concrete to, you know, spall or crack, whatever. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, you. I, I would probably do the same thing what you said. The older neighborhood, it kind of fits in. And, right, plain concrete. Yeah. Maybe maybe do a stamped if they, you know, you want to do something. Did you get fancy. multiple quotes? Uh, multiple quotes on the on the, just the concrete. Yes. Were prices all over the place? I have, pretty... I have three prices on just plain concrete. Okay. And those are all pretty similar, but then each of them added in their, you know, their upcharge for either stamping or okay. doing it in one of them put in pavers. Because I remember my, my dad in the same town had some sidewalks done and I couldn't, it was just concrete and I couldn't believe how cheap it was, but he didn't do the stoop and everything. So right, right. It adds. Yeah, it's it's cheap. Um, concrete is, is inexpensive. Yeah. And it goes in fast. They're in and out in a day or probably two days because right. in, in the case of my father's house, there's going to be some grading and so forth. So they're going to, have to bring in a bobcat and, and whatever. Oh, but, okay. That's why, yeah. And you have to be careful, too. The neighborhood kids can usually run amok <laughs> carving their names in it and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> that would annoy me, boy, if I was the homeowner. <laughs> all right. Anything else about hardscaping that we need to – maybe if, our, if you're out there listening to our podcast and you've tried one of these, the stamp concrete – one of these other options, stain concrete, some of these different uh, newer features that you can things that you can do with in the hardscaping world. Let us know. Sure, I mean we can go on with uh, you know concrete block. We can yeah. do a whole show just on that, right. and we can talk about the installation tips and techniques and so forth. I've done a couple of those, but uh, you know tonight I guess I just wanted to just talk about some of the choices you have when you're you know to now, consider. I assume this all has to get done before. Gets too cold? Yes, it does. Unless it's pavers. Pavers they right. can do further into the winter. Concrete around here, they stop pouring it around Thanksgiving. I know they have different additives to allow it to cure even below freezing, but I don't know. Yeah. All three of the contractors didn't want to go there. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's interesting, Brian. I'm glad uh, you brought that up, the hardscaping. I, I'm looking at possibly doing some hardscaping one of these days <laughs> when yeah. I can save enough pennies. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Behind, you know, Like I said, behind my house, I want to do a little bit as well. That's why I was curious to see what these guys came up with at my dad's place. So. Cool. Well, thank you for that information. And again, if you're a listener and you ha- uh, want to have either have questions about hardscaping or perhaps uh, have done some hardscaping yourself, let us know how it went. And uh, maybe we'll follow up with uh, some more information on hardscaping. Yeah, we'll, we'll delve into it a little deeper. All right. Thanks for listening to the Handy Guys Podcast. We'll be back next week. Thanks. The Handy Guys will be back next week. Same handy time, same handy website.